Welcome to the Designing Your Dream podcast with Gina Lamort. I'm a celebrity stylist who's worked for Oprah Magazine, People Style Watch, and the Academy Awards. I'm also a social entrepreneur who is a CEO of a fashion company, and I'm author of the popular book series, Designing Your Dream. I love helping people achieve their dreams and go for their destiny that's in their heart. Each week, I'm going to share with you practical tips on how to get out of your rut and move into the dream life that's been designed for you. I believe today is the day that you'll see your dreams come true. Hi guys, welcome to the Designing Your Dream podcast with me, Gina Lamort. I hope you are doing awesome today. I am super excited to talk to you about something that is um, essential in terms of you working on your dream, working on where you're going, and what I call this podcast is don't look at your past, you're not going that way, but you may need to revisit your past to see your future. So what do I mean by that? Well, we're going to dive into this topic today because there is a little bit of tension and conflict between history and the future. And what I am trying to talk about in regards to that is, you know, we have always been taught that our past um, is over and to not look behind and to move forward and to let things go. And I absolutely am 100% a believer in that. I really do believe that um, when something is over and something is done, that you are to move ahead. You are not to sit and make a grave site out of something that you're mourning over. You are to just simply move forward and not look back. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. But in regards to your dreams, there's an absolute Um, need to revisit your history or revisit the past when it comes to your dreams because today I want to talk about timing and I want to break this down for you because I think that this is sometimes confusing for all of us who are true believers in letting go of our past yet when it comes to our dreams many times we will have something spoken to us in specific a prophetic word spoken to us say in the year 2010, yet it's 2019 and you haven't seen that dream come to pass yet. And you're wondering, like, was I crazy? Was this like a notion in my head? When in reality, it was definitely a God-given dream, something put in your heart and people have prophetically spoken it to you that it will come to pass. However, because you haven't seen it yet, you tend to think that maybe it's not going to happen. But This is the very reason at the right time you need to look at your past. You need to revisit the old dreams because nine out of ten times, and I've personally seen this with my life over and over again, I will have been given a word or I have a dream in my heart from, like I said, maybe the year 2000 or 2010 or 2000 you know, 16. And now we're in a now season in 2019. This is a very current word, okay? We are in a now season where those dreams are being resurrected. So it is essential that you go back to your journals, 
to your notebooks, to your audio, to your video, whatever you have recorded, written down, and you look back on the things that were spoken over your life and the things that you believed you were going to see happen because they are being resurrected right now. And so it's impossible to move into the future without looking at the past. You are going to have to revisit the past. And that goes against, you know, everything that we're really taught and trained, right? That as futurists, we're to, to not look back. We are to keep our eyes focused on the goal ahead. But there is a reason for the history. So aside from the very important piece of this puzzle, that looking back at these old dreams and looking back at this old vision, um, Besides that, you're also going to look back and realize that you've been trained for things that you are going to be using and doing in this now moment. For example, you may have been working a job for 10 years that you couldn't stand, that you were just like, this is ridiculous. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm doing this. And meanwhile, um, you're going to begin this season of having understanding to why you have been trained in what you were trained for. And so all of those things that you've learned in the past that you may have even resented for learning or begrudgingly um, learned, you're actually going to be using those skills, those traits, those characteristics um, in this moment, in this, in this new season that we are in. And so when it comes to your dreams, all of this stuff that's been packed up and historical and learned over your past is going to be used for your future. So again, I just want to reiterate that you must visit history to view your future. You have to revisit the old to see the new. Now, how do we separate the difference between hanging on to the old and letting go of the old but visiting it? Well, this is a great point that I think you might need to uh, grab a little space in your Evernote, um, which I use all the time in my phone, um, or you know your journal or however you take notes. But this is this is a the real key right here. So when you are revisiting history, you're revisiting the past. Think about a historical location. Um, I don't know, Billy Graham Library comes to mind. You're going and you're and you're visiting a, a piece of history. You're going and you're you're looking up historical data. You're getting inspiration from the point and the place that you're going back to for the historical data, and you're bringing forward that inspiration, that vision, what you're getting from the history, and you're birthing and bringing that into the future. And so that is visiting the past. That is is the way you look at the past. You view it for inspiration. You view it for the historical data. You take it with you. You take the nuggets that speak to you. You take the things that resonate within your heart and then you move forward into the future with those golden nuggets. If you are visiting history and you in your heart want to live in that place where you are mourning history or you are wanting to, you know, build a, a memorial basically and, and harbor yourself there and stay in that place of history, 
that is where it's going to mess you up because that is not what I'm talking about. And if that's something that's very real and going on with you, because it it is a reality for so many of us, um, you know, actually not so many of us, right? Let's be honest, for all of us, we've all encountered different things in our lives that we wish never happened or that have happened that have been really painful and we somehow wish that we could have changed them, but we cannot. Or, you know, there's stuff that's happened in our past that just plain old hurt. And so we want to kind of keep that wounded victim mentality and stay in that place. No, you are absolutely not that person anymore. You are changed. You have evolved. You have grown and you've become better. And so you just don't want to revisit your past to stay there and, um, you know, keep that a, a place in your present. That's the difference. You want to let go of your past, past hurts, past wounds, past offenses to move into your future. But when you're visiting the past to relinquish these dreams and these words spoken over you, that is the solid difference because you're once again taking inspiration, taking the gold out of what you've learned, out of what you've been told, out of what you've been seeing and bring that into your next phase, your next season, and into the future. So with revisiting these old dreams, it's really important that when you start looking back at some stuff, that you stay fluid. Gina, what do you mean by fluid? Well, what I mean by fluid is sometimes you can have a dream, uh, be given a word that absolutely confirms the dream and so you have this old dream let's just say for an example you have a dream of opening up a daycare facility and when you were given that dream in the year 2000 just let's be real practical here guys you're given the dream in 2000 you get this download for this idea now you're in 2019 you still have that dream And now you feel like is the time for you to open the daycare. However, when you got that dream download in 2000, you saw people giving wristbands and coming in and matching a wristband to claim their child, right? You had this brilliant, say, security idea. And you thought if the parent comes in with a colored wristband and a numbered wristband and it matches the number on the child, boom, that's a way to keep your daycare secure. And again, I'm just making this up as an example for you to understand how to change your dream and update it because you can still have the same dream, but you have to be fluid in modifying changes and being open to new things. So here we are in 2019. Well, a wristbands, the greatest invention for security? Absolutely not. You know, now we have apps. Now we have um, all types of di- digital technology. We have a whole bunch of different things. We have scanners. I mean, there's just a, a totally new way to do security, especially when it comes to children. So you still want to open your daycare. Well, you have better be more open to the fact that in 2019, opening a daycare, your original download may have been to do wristbands as security, but that whole piece of that dream has to change. It has to be updated with the times. It has to be current. But you can't get bummed out about this. And I see a lot of people that 
I coach who say, well, this was the dream that I had. And they're so stuck on the original dream that they end up not doing it at all because they are just like, wait a minute, this was the dream. This was the idea. And they're not willing to be fluid and change some of the ideas. So the dream core doesn't change. The opening the daycare, that's still there. But you have to be flexible and say, you know what? Yeah, 19 years later, obviously XYZ needs to come into the now. Technology has changed. Things have changed. So you can stay true to your dream. You could stay true to to opening it, to doing what you believe you're supposed to do. But you must be flexible. You must be open-minded to make those changes. I know I keep repeating myself, but I feel like this is such a sticking point for so many people who truly, they're like fixated on this space that they're like, no, 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 this is the way I saw it. This is the way I saw it. And let me tell you, if you do that, that will get you into a lot of trouble and um, you will be very frustrated because if you aren't willing to be flexible and fluid and make changes in the visions and the dream you have without compromising the core values and integrity of it. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is like the example I gave about updating security or updating even like toys. Maybe, you know, your original idea was that you saw every kid with their own collection of wooden blocks. Well, that could still be true today. Wooden blocks are great for you know, intellectual stimulation, but maybe there's another thing. Maybe it's a sensory swing because so many kids have sensory issues or maybe, you know, it's, um, it's certain types of mats and play areas that are better for kids who are suffering from ADD. Like you may have new ideas that are just going to make your new dream slash old dream just sprout to the top and become the number one daycare in your community. But unless you're willing to be open to those new ideas, you can you can really hurt yourself and be stuck and never actually launch what you're doing. And, you know, that's the that's the bummer about when it comes to dreaming is that sometimes we just get so stuck in the past and this kind of, you know, it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning of this podcast you can look at your past and revisit it for historical data and inspiration, but you can't be stuck in the past and not be open to the new thing that's going to change and actually put your dream to life in the now. And that's really how it works, okay? So you might have this dream and when you are ready to launch it and, you know, Let me explain why this happens, because many times um, God gives us a dream. He puts it in our heart and it's like a seed. It's just like a seed. Dreams, they take the the picture of farming, truly. I mean, everything biblical really has the, the farming picture, but dreams especially, okay, they are seeds. So you get this dream seed. It's planted in your heart, which is a garden. And then that seed over time is watered, is tilled. You know, sometimes there's birds that come up and eat that seed or try to come up and remove that seed from your heart. Like a lot of different things go on. And while that seed is trying to grow and root itself, and the roots are the key because if you don't develop strong roots 
under the ground where you can't be seen, you can't be heard, nobody knows you exist. If those roots, if that foundation is not built the right way, your dream will not last and it will not grow and blossom. So it's so important that when way back when, when your dream seed was planted in your heart, you're not going to see the harvest. Okay, in the Bible it says there's seed, time, and harvest. Let's say that again. Seed, time, and harvest. So in between that dream seed being planted in your heart, there is time. And sometimes there's a lot of time. And then there's the harvest. So all that time you are building your character, you are getting training, you are learning about yourself, God is weeding people in and out of your life who need to be in your life for this dream to come to pass or not in your life for the dream to come to pass. All these things are happening. And while they're happening, you're thinking that dream is over and done. It never happened. But no, it's just the opposite. That seed was planted in you, and this is the time. All of these experiences, all of this time, all this training is preparing you for the harvest. And now it is harvest time. We're in 2019, and for so many people, the dreams that have been planted as seeds years and years and years ago are ready to harvest. Now, you may not be ready to harvest until next year. You might not be ready to harvest for five more years. It depends on when your seed was planted. So you need to look at that and realize that if you just got a a seed planted yesterday, that that harvest is not coming tomorrow. There is time. Time is in the middle. And all preparation happens during time. Okay, guys, so what's your takeaway for today's podcast? Well, I want you to work on a couple of things. One, I absolutely want you to revisit your old dreams. I want you to get out those journals, those notebooks, whatever you have, wherever you've kept stuff um, in, on a shelf, basically. And I want you to look at some of those old things. Why I want you to look at them is because you might not remember. You might have totally forgotten some of this stuff. So when you reopen it in this Kairos moment, you're going to be like, wow, I didn't remember this and now I do. And then there's going to be something that ignites in your heart that's new. And then God will like rekindle that flame and then you will be ready to start and finish. So I want you to do that. I want you to get it in front of your face. I want you to absolutely look, read, listen, revisit, revisit these old dreams. And what I would love for you to do is then start praying like, okay, what does this look like? What does that look like? Is there anything that speaks to you specifically? Maybe you have five dreams written down, but one of them just boom, grabs you. And you're like, wow, I feel like this is, this is now. And I need to pick this back up again. If that's the case, you know, something will pop out and and will ignite you again. So you want the opportunity to do that. You must be intentional about it. Um, It's not just going to happen. It's not like, you know, poof. um, I don't know. You, You have to put your attention on it. And if that doesn't happen that way and you have no way to go back and put your attention on it, then what I suggest that you do is start praying about it. 
just really talk to God and ask him like, okay, um, what were some of the things that you've shared with me in the past? You know, a great example of something that I did not expect to happen was I had somebody come up to me um, years ago, a stranger. I was doing a interview for a magazine and a stranger walked up to me and he said, why are you here? And I said, oh, I'm doing this interview for this certain celebrity for this publication that I was working for. And he said, oh, have you ever thought about having your own magazine? And I almost fell on the ground because I was like, what? Uh, Excuse me? No, 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 not me. And I kind of just said no. It's funny, I'm even remembering something else I said no to that turned out to be (laughs) totally God. Um, So I said no to this man and and he said, okay. And he said, well, if this is something you'd want to do, here's a business card of my brother. He is the head of, I don't know, like 300 different publications in New York City and you should talk to him. (laughs) And I just walked away and I was like, oh, what a nice old man. And I just, you know, put it aside and God really struck me. And he said, Gina, I gave you the dream of having your own magazine when you were a little girl. However, you bottled up that dream and put it aside because you didn't believe you had what it took to do that. You compared yourself to the other people who have their own magazines and you tried to basically say that it's impossible and it'll never happen but God reminded me that he is the author of doing things that are impossible and so from that day I took a faith step and I said you know what God I believe you Um, forgive me for not remembering. I didn't even remember I had that dream. And that can happen. Like if you have a trauma or something bad happens to you and you, or even the lies, like your own lies about yourself. Like I was believing lies that, that, you know, it wasn't possible. And so I, I buried the dream when God wanted to resurrect it and he wanted to do something with it. So it turned out that I ended up listening And I ended up launching my own magazine. And that magazine, because of of God, not because of anything I did. I mean, it was very supernatural. Um, I I did do tons of work. Don't get me wrong. I did all the stuff in the natural that I knew to do. But in terms of promotion or how it got so famous or how we grew so fast, I I really can't take credit for that because I I didn't know what to do. And so that magazine ended up becoming... um, part of a, a a group of publications that were known worldwide and it was in 37 different countries we were the number one seller in whole foods um, we were in target we were in cvs we were in duane reed we were in all just thousands and thousands and thousands of stores we got a distribution deal with the uh, second largest distributor in the world and i <laughs> that all was birthed from um, you know, the reminder of the man inside the Nordstrom store who said to me, do you ever think about having your own magazine? And I was reluctant and I said no. And then I humbled myself and, you know, just, just said, okay, God, well, I can see it as impossible, but you say that all things are possible with you. And so 
that is a miracle story. I can't explain that. Um, I can't say, you know, I knew this person and that person. I knew nothing. Like, yes, I had worked for lots of publications before, but that was my training. So I didn't even realize that all of those years, 10 years of me working for different magazines as an editor, um, would position me to have my own publication. I just had no idea that that training would come. So see, that dream was planted in me when I was a very young girl. The dream was buried as a seed. I was trained during that time. All that time, I had no idea that I had this dream of having a magazine. Somebody came and watered that seed, the man at Nordstrom, and then God resurrected it. And then it you know, went worldwide and helped uh, hundreds of thousands of people everywhere. It was just an enormous thing. And so I'm very, very, very grateful. And I'm very grateful that I can tell you that story because that's how it can work for you. You know, it can absolutely become your truth and your reality when you are open and you are fluid and you're willing to revisit the past and let the hurts go and let the lies um, come off and the truth be told. And God will absolutely resurrect your dream and bring it into the now. So I hope that that has greatly encouraged you and that you really realize that it is your Kairos moment, that you are in this moment of time where your dream can manifest and become real, like in this world, in this reality. So have faith. Believe that God has a great plan for you. I certainly know he does. And don't be afraid anymore. Don't be afraid to believe. Don't be afraid to dream, you know, your wildest dream. Um, God will exceed that. You know, it says that in Ephesians 3.20, he will exceed your wildest dreams. And I believe that. And I believe that for you. So I hope you have an awesome day. If this podcast has helped you, please let me know. I love um, hearing how, you know, stuff that I've gone through has helped you go through as well. It's really why I do it. So I hope you have an awesome day, guys. Please keep in touch. Um, Give us five stars if you like this podcast and leave us a a kind note. And um, we will talk to you soon. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye.